Good morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable, created by Remarkable, a Speakers Bureau. And I'm your host for today, Sue Falcone, founder and CEO of Remarkable. Now, we began this show for you, our audience, because we wanted to showcase the talent that we represent at Remarkable so you could get to know them as personally as we do. Yes, we personally know every person that we represent. And you can see their value as a speaker or a performer, and you never know. You might be looking for that special person for your next event, or you might know someone who is. You'll also see how remarkable they are and how they want to help you be remarkable too. Now, happy June, and thank you for joining us today. The chat line is active and open, and we welcome your questions and your comments. We, we address it all. Now, our guest today is a motivational and inspirational keynote speaker, million-dollar business owner, retired state police captain, best-selling author, executive coach, and the remarkable David Atkins. He shows his audience the power of having a vision and how to make it come true by remembering no excuses. From a teenager to a successful law enforcement career and becoming a million dollar earner, and now a sought after motivational inspirational keynote speaker, David knows the power of having a vision. He sets goals and achieves them and overcomes fear and adversity along the way. He now shows you and me his secrets. He's never given up on his dreams and he's helping others they don't have to either. He's created a blueprint of life, having a no excuse mindset, and now shares those keys and secrets in his first book, The Leveled Up Life, the no excuse blueprint to live a life up to your fullest potential. Please join me in welcoming David Atkins to our show today. Welcome, David. Thank you so much. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. Well, it's so good. Thank you so much for having me. And hello, everybody that's on here. It's an honor to be here to serve all you guys. It's something I always like to say. It's now what can I take to serve you, to serve the world, to help you, you know, not just inspire and motivate, but to empower you to have that vision for your life. And I like to say to not accept your life for what it is, but to lead yourself to where you want to go. So thank you so much for having me. Well, we're going to we're going to do that today in this fast 30 minutes because it goes by fast. We know that. And yeah. uh, thank you for being here, even at the last minute. Mm -hmm. I have a remarkable team of speakers that just pitch in no matter what happens. We 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 can handle it. Right. Now, David, where are you coming to us from? So I am in New York. I live about 45 minutes north of New York City, Manhattan. I grew up in Long Island, New York. For any of the New Yorkers out there, hello. Um, but I lived in Westchester County where I met my wife uh, when I graduated the New York State Trooper Academy back in 1998. So here I am with my family, my wife, and my three daughters. Yay, that's good. Well, how's the smoke level there today? That's a good question. I have never... Two points that made me think of that. I have never seen 
Yesterday, it kind of went away, but everything was canceled in New York, all school activities for our kids. We had a local parade that kicks off a carnival for the, uh, for the fireman's parade, for our fundraiser. Everything was canceled. It was like an orange cloud that was stuck, literally orange, brown, orange with the smell. And some people are like, David, did that trigger, you know, 9-11? Because I was a first responder on 9-11. And I said, it really didn't because... It was totally different. Like, yes, we had the cloud from 9-11 and that I, I vividly remember, but this was more, that was something different. So when people asked me that, I said, no, you know what? It didn't, but I can see, I can see your point. But today it's clear. I'm looking, sun is out. It's a beautiful day. So very happy about that. Well, I'm in the Carolinas. I'm headquartered here in Greensboro, North Carolina, and it kind of drifted to us today. Okay. Oh, wow. It's probably going to be one of the uh, higher days. So we just live with it. Yes. You know, we just go on and we don't have any excuses to not be doing. Exactly. Right? You I know, love you're it. teaching me that. You're teaching me that. Now to begin this fast 30 minutes, let me ask you this, David. Everybody always wants to know you had a, a great, successful law enforcement career and then became a million dollar earner in direct sales. How did you ever get to being a speaker? Now, how did it happen? Did you just decide all of a sudden or was there something that made that happen? So that's a great question because I just did a video this morning about a quote that I once heard. And I like to say, work with what you have with where you are because what you have is plenty. And for me, I'll say it again, work with what you have with where you are because what you have is plenty. So I take us back about, 13, 14 years ago, it started with, I was just a dad with two daughters at the time. I was about 20 pounds heavy than I, heavier than I wanted to be. I was kind of flowing through life every single day. My energy wasn't good, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, just, just kind of going through the circus. Uh, you know, you, you live it, you get in your bed at night, like, oh my God, I got to repeat it again tomorrow. And for me, it started with, I just wanted to start getting my health back in order. I wanted to feel good. And my wife and I started doing an at-home fitness program at home. It was actually called P90X um, with a fitness company, Beachbody. And what that led to was we started getting results. People started asking us what we were doing. We started sharing what we were doing and helping them get in shape, not realizing that there was a business opportunity. And then over like a couple of years, we started helping hundreds and thousands of people internationally and built the team we lead today of 1,400 people. And yes, became a million dollar earner. But what happened is that I started getting asked, like, David, can you share your story? Like, how did you do this? How did you, you know, not only build a business and help others and, you know, run, be busy with the state police and be a busy dad and get in great shape? And I just started sharing my story. It started in a local library for like 15 people. And then it grew to a hotel conference room to 300. And then I was speaking to a thousand. And then it was, David, can you share your message to 20,000 people in the NFL Superdome? And I'm sitting and I'm speaking in the NFL Superdome. And, and by that point, I would say that was probably a couple of years ago. I had some people in my ear and I had some executives in my ear were like, David, you're, you're powerful on stage, your message, your motivation. You need to pursue being a speaker um, and, and do that as another thing. And you like, you have a gift. And that kind of opened my eyes and why at 43 years old, I did 22 years with the state police, but I retired having a great career, you know, on the verge of probably getting promoted to being, a major, but I ran a whole county as a captain. But I retired after 22 years because I had that tug in my heart. 
I realized like God gave me this gift. I like to say, I heard the quote, God's gift to us is potential and our, our gift back is what we do with it. And I felt like when I speak, I get that same feeling you get after like having a great workout. You're on that energy high. And when I would come off the stage and feel that way, I was like, whoa, there's something going on here. So for the last two years now, I've been out there as a keynote speaker, but I've been speaking for 10 years. But back to my quote, I never saw this coming. It was, I worked with what I had with where I was because what I had was plenty. At the time it was, I just need to get healthy and fit. Okay, let me share this with some people because they're asking me, how can I get what you got and get healthy and fit? And then a business grew. And then can you speak to 15 people? And I just kept doors, kept opening. And with my no excuse mindset, anytime there was an opportunity, I just, I just kept going through the doors and I kept working harder and who knows where, you know, we'll be in two and three years, but I love where I am. I love what I do. And that's kind of my long winded message, but it's been, it's been a journey. It really has. That's what people like to hear. They yeah. like to hear our stories. Yeah. That's what good speakers are. Great speakers share themselves and their stories. So thank you for sharing that with us today. Absolutely. Now, I've talked to you a lot, and even as a teenager and, and younger, hmm. having a vision was very important to your life and hmm. to the success. Now, how did that help you having a vision, and why do all of us need a vision? Uh, I, I love it. You know, my story I share, and you know, not to go into in depth, but I share in my keynote is when I was 12 years old, I loved the game of baseball. And I wanted to be a major league baseball player. And I remember going to my mom and dad and asked them for them to buy me a batting cage to put in my backyard. And they were like, David, we can't afford to buy you a batting cage. And I, right at that moment, I wrote my mother and my father, I wrote them a little note, which I share when I speak. And it basically said, I, David Atkins, want to save up for a batting cage. I believe in myself, sign David Atkins. And I wrote that at 12 and I read it every single day. And little did I know at the time, I know now as an adult, how, you know, the reticular activated system part of your brain, the RAS, is the part that you activate, kind of like I share, you know, you're driving a new, you get a new red Jeep Wrangler and you're driving and then you look around and you're like, oh my God, there's another Jeep and there's another Jeep and there's another Jeep because you've activated the part of your brain to be in tune to notice those things. So I didn't realize at 12 years old, writing that down and reading it every day, it led to a newspaper delivery route and ultimately me saving up after a year and saving up and buying that batting cage. And I realized it started with a vision, but I also realized through the trials and tribulations in New York of doing it in the cold, getting up early in the morning, you know, my parents kind of like, David, uh, you know, you got to save up for that. Like the belief, the vision to do it started at 12. And then it kind of went to, I became a state trooper. And there was a goal of being a trooper of the year, you know, and I said, what do I need to do to be a trooper of the year? And I had that vision and I worked and I worked and I worked and that created vision. But along the way, I was learning about, you know, facing adversity. I was realizing it was part of life to embrace the adversity because that's where growth happens. And then as it led to business, then I started learning how much mindset was important. And when you pair positive mindset and consume the right things every day with a vision, you become like unstoppable. And for me, it's always been kind of my career. So it went the vision for being a speaker. And it was scary. It was really scary to leave at 43 and retire. 
but I knew the vision and that's where I needed to go. And, and it's just been something I continue to do. I think too often, Sue, people accept their life for what it is. I said it in the beginning, instead of leading themselves to where they want to go, like they wake up each day, we kind of go through the flow in life, we go to bed and we repeat it the next morning. But for me, like losing my, my best friend, which I share, was kind of like an aha moment. I like to say life doesn't always fire a warning shot. And, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed and yesterday's in the past and all we have is today. So live each day as if it's your last because every single day is a blessing and every single day is a gift. And that's so key because I saw how this leads right into your book. Mm. From your book, Leveled Up Life, you're right. Yeah. Uh, we can't just keep going through the motions. We need to do that. And the key part that you bring out in your book is having the right mindset. Oh. And it that's how it plays into overcoming fear and adversity. Can you tell me why the mindset is so key to this whole thing? Oh my goodness. You know, what you feed in your mind grows. And if it's the negative things, it's just impacts your life. You know, the majority of people, we wake up, we go right to our phones, we check our inbox, which is somebody else's agenda. So right away we're in reactive mode. We then go to the news, we watch the news and the news sells sensationalism, right? They sell, you know, hate and murder and trials and tribulations. You're not seeing great things on the news. And then people drive to work and they're listening to more news. And no wonder why people are stressed out and overwhelmed. But what if like we really realized that the most important muscle was this muscle, right? Because I like to say you could be healthy, you could be fit, you can eat the greatest foods. But if you're not right up here, nothing matters. And something I learned early on in my business success, because I would, I was once told, find somebody that has what you want and do what they do. So I said, okay, these people are super successful in their life and business or career. What are they doing differently? Well, they're not letting hours control them. They're controlling their hours. They're consuming personal development every single day. So I was told, David, for 10 minutes a day, read or listen to a good personal development book. And I became relentless with that. I would turn my police car into a mobile university, something Darren Hardy refers to, where I would, instead of listening to even music, I would listen to an audiobook, whether by John Maxwell or Tony Robbins or all these amazing authors. And I would listen and I started thinking differently. I started looking at life differently. I started finding gratitude for what I had instead of living in the gap of what I don't have. And, and I started seeing you know, struggles and failures is not as permanent, but part of the process. And then it grew me as a person. It grew me as a dad. It grew me as a husband. And the mindset shift, that shift was everything. I, I truly believe that if you're not right up here, it doesn't matter. It's going to affect your business. It's going to affect your personal life. So for me now, Sue, like my morning routine, that could be a whole nother 30 minutes. It is a very structured, like almost religious routine. I'm up at 4.30 a.m. every day. And this is a buildup of 15 years, but I'm up at 4.30. My phone is on do not disturb. There are no notifications on my phone. So when I get up, I don't see the little number next to Facebook or my emails. I go in, I do my meditation. I exercise for an hour. I do, I read my personal development book. I have my silent time for prayer and then I'm ready for the day. And you know what? Then my family gets the best of me, not what's left of me. Like my business, my team, my audience, because I took care of myself first. And sometimes I think with personal development, people like, you know, I, I don't want to be selfish or 
I, I don't have time for that. You don't have time not to, and you can't pour for an empty cup, right? So for me, it's super important mindset. And that's a big thing I speak on and how I do it, because that's what's going to catapult your life. Too many people are stressed out and overwhelmed, especially after this pandemic. And for me, I'm like, I'm going to 10x it the other way. I'll double down and go for a 45 minute run and listen to inspirational message for 45 minutes. And my goodness, has that changed my life overall? That is so key. That is so key. Because the next question is what we're going to ask you about the health part. Yeah. It's said that having great health is the key to overcoming any obstacles we face in our lives. Absolutely. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? I, I think that, not think, I know that when you push yourself physically, beside they said it's the number one, I've read, it's the number one underutilized treatment for depression, anxiety, stress is exercise, right? So I know for me, when I push myself physically, that, you know, exercise doesn't cost me time, it buys me time back for anybody, because you'll have more energy, you'll be less stressed, you won't be as overwhelmed, you'll be more efficient throughout the day. So for me, when I exercise, I feel better mentally, I feel good physically, I feel that for me to go on and empower and motivate people on stage, I have to I have to have the energy and get more done. And, and I just think that, my goodness, the fitness portion is so important. And when you push yourself physically, this is a key that I've really realized. When I push myself physically, I like to say David Goggins, for people that heard of him, he says you build calluses on your brain, mental calluses, that when you push yourself physically, you have to push yourself mentally at the same time. And that prepares you for life. So for me, like, I, I work really hard physically because for me, I feel like that helps me overcome adversity or it helps me say I can get to the next level or it helps me create more clarity to have that vision. Um, so for me, I think physicality and moving your body, and it doesn't need to be extreme workout, go for a walk, get the blood moving. Too many people, we're sitting at our desk, we're sedentary, we're watching, the average person watches three hours of TV a night, oh my goodness, like get out, move your body, it will help you the rest of your life in so many areas. This is so key. I'm so glad that I, I, I took that idea and uh, now I'm up, I can gain, we're even doing weight training in the, in the group that I belong to. And I never thought I would ever do that. Yeah, well, good for you. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting up here. So, I mean, you know, it's like, because that's key. That's yeah. key to do. So thank you for sharing that. Now, in your book, too, you said you share that urgency is key mm. to having a great blueprint for success mm. in our workplace and in our lives today. Do you see that we have a great urgency? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't see it. I think people think that tomorrow is guaranteed. I think people think when I have more time, when it's more convenient, when I'm less busy and I'm like, and I share in my book and I share on stage how when I lost my best friend who was shot and killed as a state trooper that the week before we were on the phone, I know exactly where I was talking about going on a family trip to the Outer Banks. And not even a week later, I was crying over his dead body. And for me, that was like, oh my goodness, like life is precious and I need to go after my goals. I need to go after my dreams. I need to understand that busy is, is an excuse, right? My whole thing, no excuses. You're always going to be busy. 
you're always going to have things going on, right? You're come either in a problem, coming out of a problem, and there's a problem on the horizon tomorrow. That's something else like personal development, all these things I just learned as I grow. And I just think that every single day to live and be intentional. That's the one thing. Be intentional every single day. Be your own hero. Stop waiting for people to rescue you, to, 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 to make things better. You need to be your own hero sometimes. You need to be intentional. And you got to will yourself sometimes to do it. And I think if you focus on principles, here, here's something that just came to mind. If we focus on principles meaning the principle of consistency, we know it's proven to work. If you're consistent, consistency, consistent over time, it works, right? If we show up every day and have discipline every day, the principle of discipline works. But if we go on our emotions, at the end of that, maybe nothing. Our emotions may be, you know what? I'm not feeling motivated today. I don't feel like doing it. But if you remember and anchor your life on the principle of consistency, and urgency and intentionality and taking ownership and you do it anyway, those daily times you do it when you don't want to do it, which more times than not is that way, right? You will be in a much different place 30, 60, 90 days from now, a year from now. So for me, every single day, whether I want to do things or not, I know what my principles are, that my values, and I do it anyway. And that's super important because I want to live each day as if it's my last. That is so key. That is so key. Uh, look, I, I can hear people out there that are going to be listening. We're, we're going to be writing this. I said, I'm glad we're recording it and we'll have it permanently so we can go back and refer to it at all times. But tell us the top three tips. If we wanted today, just right now, to overcome our excuses Mm-hmm. and get our mindset focused on what we need to be doing. What are the three top things that you can take, we can take away today that we can start it now? So number one, I think, is you have to have a why. Why do you do what you do? And it has to be bigger than yourself. I think too often people only think about themselves as the driving force for why we're going to go after our goals and dreams. But when we hit adversity, we often quit because we don't have that driving force for why we do what we do. Like behind me, my wife and three daughters, like that's my driving force every every day. That's my why to show up. You need to have a why so that drives you when you, do, when you don't want to do it. So that's number one. Number two, you have to have a vision. I think too often that people don't have a vision, right? That, you know, what do you want to do? Where have you been in your life? What do you want to do and where are you going? Because struggle is less painful than regret. And too often people look back and say, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Don't, the most valuable thing that you have right now is time. So what is your vision? And write it down. And listen, it's got to encompass all areas of your life. Like what good is it if you are a public success and a private failure? I want to be just as an amazing speaker or state police captain or business owner as I am as a dad to my three daughters, as a husband to my wife. So like when I have my vision for my life, like I want to encompass it with my spirituality, my family, my relationships, my finances. So what is your vision? And, and, and it's time to go after it and you need to write it down and you need to read it. So I think you have to have a why you're driving force. You have to have a vision. And number three, I would say is you have to take ownership of your life. Listen, I, I think too often if people can follow me here, When you allow other people's opinions or you're waiting for other people to do something, you're waiting for other people to give you that break, 
you are giving power over your life to somebody else. And when you are able to realize, I'm not going to allow what that person's opinion or what they said I should do or wait for that person to give me the promotion or wait for this or that. When you're willing to finally take ownership, you know what, Sue, that is the most freeing feeling in the world because then you realize you control your destiny. So I think taking complete ownership gives you freedom in your life, realizing, okay, I'm a product of the choices and decisions that I made. I'm not going to allow or wait or let other people control that. I now control my life and understand there's going to be tough times, but that's why if I have a vision and I can see where I'm going and I have a why that's bigger than myself, that's from the inside out, meaning it's about other people, then you'll become unstoppable. You'll get over your excuses. You'll have a vision. You know, you'll work on having a positive mindset, which is a whole part of that. And you'll live your life with a sense of urgency. Does that make sense? It totally does. It totally does. And I think everybody out there, we can feel that energy, that ownership of taking that energy and doing something with it. I think that's, that's the key here. And I have to ask this question because I know lots of people have done direct sales or are going to do direct sales. And I, I want to know from someone who succeeded at it and still succeeds when you and your wife first went into direct sales, mm-hmm. what did you have to overcome to uh, succeed? Sue, that, that's a great question. Okay. So the thing is you're, you're part of a pyramid scheme. That was like the big one. And we had a, again, we had to double down on our personal development. We had to realize that a lot of times, you know, other people maybe had a bad experience, which really was they didn't put in the work. And they say it's a pyramid scheme when the entire country, you know, companies or CEOs at the top and vice presidents, that's normal. I had fellow state troopers, the law enforcement community, we like to bust each other's like chops and joke around. So they would joke and be like, ah, oh, you're doing your, what would they say? A Richard Simmons home workouts with your headband and would make me, would make me laugh. But you know what? It was the vision that kept going, Sue, for me. Like I found something that changed my life physically which was this company Beachbody, which is called Body Today. And as much as people gave me a hard time, I knew that other people's opinions are not my reality. And I knew that the only person I needed to have that vision and to go after it was the one that I saw in the bathroom mirror every day. And that was myself. So my wife and I, we just stayed focused. We just said, all right, we're going to make this about helping other people, helping them get fit. And then they would get fit in the way our business worked is that then, then they became coaches and we taught them to help their friends. And, and it just grew and it grew to our team of 1400 internationally. And, but I will tell you in the beginning, uh, we had a lot of naysayers, a lot of critics. I talk about how to overcome naysayers and critics in my book, but this is the interesting thing. I really think this is, this is pretty powerful. I've had people once I'll give one specific example. I had a state trooper, good friend of mine, that was one of my harshest critics and naysayers. And I was at a golf outing about a year ago, a year and a half ago, right after I retired. And he came up to me and he said, David, I have to apologize for how much of a hard time I gave you when you started doing what you did with direct sales, um, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago. He goes, because I can't believe what you created now and where you are. And I only wish I knew that back then because I would have joined you. And I'm so happy for you. 
So I like to say, often our naysayers and critics prove them wrong with results. And you will see many of them, because it's happened to me, come back to you and actually say, wow, wow. But you got to be your own hero and you got to be the person to lead yourself. And you have to have that vision and you have to put the blinders on, put your head down, put the work in. And trust me when I tell you, these people will come back and it's, it's not possible. It's past possible. Wow. That's, that's where we all want to be at. I'm sure that is exactly where we want to be at. And I hate to close this today, but we're going to have to ask one closing question. Sure. And then uh, we'll have you back. Certainly. <laughs> but in closing, David, what are you going to do today to be remarkable? Uh, absolutely. I absolutely love that. So every single day, you know, for me, I like, you know, progress is fulfillment. And so for me, it's about, I always, once I took care of myself this morning, it's who can I serve today? You know, who can I message today? Who can I private message? So I have a, I have a group text message in the morning with a group of um, other dads and we send inspirational messages and I always make sure that I'm sending something back out to them or I'm reaching out to my team and connecting with them or people about potentially I have a big keynote in two weeks. And it's about I want to be the best prepared because when I'm the best prepared, I can be remarkable to serve this audience of people that I'm speaking to. So every single day, if I'm willing to focus on others and put other people first, you know, if you put other people first, you will feel good internally you will be remarkable and you will do things that you can't think are even possible. So true. So <laughs> true. And to our audience out there today, have, I've totally enjoyed this. I hope you have. And our challenge to you today is what are you going to do to be remarkable? We've heard a lot of things here. We've shared a lot. David has shared a lot of things. Please take a minute to either put it in the chat or send us later on because we'd love to hear what you are doing to be remarkable. And thanks so much for joining us today, David. Thank you. Hope we'll come back. Yes. And to have David at your next event, call us today because he books quickly, as you can see, and we want to make sure that your group gets in on his message. Now, everyone else out there, I hope you will come back next Friday, the June 16th, as our guest will be the award-winning entertainer, motivational keynote speaker, Devin Henderson. Now, he's a multi-talented powerhouse. He's an experienced presenter and seasoned performer. He has logged thousands of performances as an award-winning comedian, magician, and an in-demand keynote speaker. You won't want to miss meeting Devin because he believes something greater is always possible and he helps his worldwide audiences believe that in their own lives too. So join us next week. Subscribe to our YouTube channel because all of the episodes are there as well as all of our talent uh, video reels and all are there as well so that you won't miss an episode here and you can always go back and make sure in case you didn't get all those notes correct that you can always hear it 
So I hope you have a remarkable spring weekend. Flag Day is coming up next week. We always celebrate that here as veterans. So I hope you do too. And we will see you next Friday. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, David, again. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.